0: You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time. Time for another episode of Locked On Kings. The Sacramento Kings kind of lost their three-way draft lottery coin flip. And with the playoff expectations for next season, what is the better play for the Kings? Drafting a player or using that pick in a trade to acquire a more veteran talent? We'll talk about that today. Plus... Rashawn Holmes and his camp are apparently looking for a contract around four years, $80 million. We'll discuss that, the likelihood of him getting that, especially from the Sacramento Kings, on today's Locked On Kings podcast. Hello and welcome into Locked On Kings, your podcast hub for Sacramento Kings coverage all regular season and all off season. If you're looking for in depth analysis, game by game breakdowns, highlights, interviews with local and national experts, Full coverage of the Sacramento Kings from January through December. This is the place for you, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. My name is Matt George. I have the privilege of being your host here. I've been a Sacramento sports radio host for the last six years. This concluded season number seven for me, covering the Kings, both as an on-air host and multimedia journalist. And, Coin flip luck has recently not been in the favor of the Sacramento Kings. However, their bad luck in the past with their losing coin flips around the draft lottery has turned into good luck. And Sacramento Kings fans are hoping that will be the case again. Last time the Kings had a coin flip, it was between the Chicago Bulls and the Sacramento Kings to see who would get the 7 pick and who would get the 8 pick. Well, the Kings lost that coin flip. They ended up with the 8th pick, but remember, the 8th pick turned into the number 2 pick in the draft lottery that year, and the Kings selected Marvin Bagley. This year, it was the Bulls and the Kings involved again, with a third team sneaking their way into the mix. That was the New Orleans Pelicans. The Bulls, Kings, and Pelicans all finished with identical records and the uh, tied odds at picks 8 through 10. So, I don't know how the coin flip worked. I probably should look it up before I'm recording a podcast about it. I have no idea how it worked. A three-sided coin, a triangle whether this Dungeons and Dragons with weird dice. I have no idea, but regardless, the results are thus. The Chicago Bulls beat the Kings again. They will get the 8 overall pick. The Sacramento Kings, they're not the biggest losers. They finish with the best odds at the number nine pick, and New Orleans Pelicans finish with the best odds at the number 10 pick. Now, remember, these are just odds. It's not guaranteed that the Kings are going to get the nine pick, the Bulls get the eight, and the Pelicans get the 10, because we still have to go through the draft lottery. Just this is how the best odds will shape out. And looking at the odds for the Sacramento Kings in that number nine slot, They have a 4.5% chance at number one overall, 4.8% chance at number two overall, 5.2% chance at number three, and 5.7% chance at number four overall. 4.5, 4.8, 5.2, and five. Those numbers were actually the same for all three, regardless of the position. So all three teams, the Bulls, the Kings, and the Pelicans, have the same odds to ultimately move up into the top four. Again, the Kings cannot move up any uh, lower than the top four. However, they can move down, and the Kings have a or rather 29.4% chance of moving down to 10, a 3.9% chance of moving down to 11, and a 0.1% chance of moving down to 12. They also technically have a chance of moving down to 13, but it's so microscopic that it's not even worth mentioning. The Kings ultimately have a 46.4% chance of landing the number nine overall pick. Maybe the Kings get lucky. Maybe they do move into that top four, and of course, where this pick ends up being at is going to be extremely important for the main question that we're going to talk about on today's Locked on Kings podcast, and that's if the Kings should use the pick to draft a player or trade the draft pick. Now, before we even answer that question, we have to look at what the goal for the pick is, and that is simply a playoff contributor. Meaning the Kings are using that pick, whether through the draft or through trade, to bring in a player, or maybe even in a trade scenario, players that will make an immediate impact in the ultimate goal of the Kings, which is making the playoffs next season. I am going to make a case for trading the pick. I have a three-part argument for why I feel at this point in time, of course, without the knowledge of which pick the Kings are actually going to get, at this point in time, it is more than likely the better strategy for the Sacramento Kings to use that pick In a trade to acquire the piece or pieces needed to help this team make the playoffs next season. I will share that case for you here in just a little bit. Before that, though, I want to let you know that today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast is brought to you by a brand new sponsor, Lucy Nicotine, a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. Lucy nicotine has been researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, winter green, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy also has lozenges with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three flavors, cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. And it's convenient and discreet. Products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flights, at work, on the go, or even in the gym. It's 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Again, Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them. Locked On NBA listeners can go to Lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONNBA to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum and lozenges. That's Lucy.co, promo code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. Also, important disclaimer, warning, this product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONNBA. Today's episode of the Locked on Kings podcast is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models, Pacifica, XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of the parts that you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? I don't even know what that means. And why wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand that his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login you can get the exact parts that you need at the click of a button They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com If I haven't made it perfectly clear in my early offseason Locked on Kings episodes, or maybe you haven't heard it yet, this offseason is about one thing only for the Sacramento Kings, and that is making the moves necessary and improving the roster, acquiring the talent to help this team make the playoffs next season. That is the ultimate goal laid down, not by myself and the fans, but laid down by general manager Monty McNair and head coach Luke Walton. They both talked about it in their press conferences. They've made it very clear, so I'm simplifying it for everybody here on Locked on Kings. Make the playoffs, and it's a success. Miss the playoffs. It is an absolute failure that probably costs jobs. I don't know if it's Monty McNair's job. I believe it would be Luke Walton's job, who would then be going into his final year as uh, the Sacramento Kings head coach, at least on his contract. So, Making the playoffs is the ultimate goal. Making the playoffs by any means necessary, whether it's a legit seed through the play-in tournament, doesn't matter. But if the Kings are going to do that, they're going to have to improve. And that's why I say it is extremely important for the Kings to use this pick properly, which is acquiring talent that will make an immediate impact in winning and the Kings playoff chances from the very start. The very start. The best odds of that happening are by trading this draft pick. So I'm going to make a case at this point in time for the Kings trading the draft pick, assuming it ends up at number nine. And yes, it is very possible, very possible for the Kings to find talent at number nine that can help the team win right away. Very possible. We saw the Kings do it with Tyrese Halliburton at number 12 last draft. So I'm not dismissing the possibility of it. However, it is far more likely that the Kings get the contributor they need as a veteran or at least an NBA-experienced guy who maybe even has playoff experience through the trade market, not the draft. If the Kings were to use their draft pick this year, attach it to a guy like Buddy Heald or Marvin Bagley or even Harrison Barnes, to me, it makes the likelihood of getting the return that you both want and need far higher. In the case of Buddy Heald, part of trading Buddy is trading away his contract and freeing up at least some of that cap space. Buddy's contract significantly lowers his trade value, despite being one of the best shooters in the NBA. Buddy Heald is overpaid. There are not a ton of teams with cap space right now. But if you're going to trade a player like Buddy Heald, who is important to this team, as great as it is to free up that cap space... If you're not getting a player of value in return, it's a downgrade of your roster, and the Kings can't afford downgrades if they're going to make the playoffs next year. So what's the solution? Hope that a team is willing to buy high on Buddy, take on his contract, and give a player in return straight up. Sure, but that's pretty unrealistic. Or you take a top 10 pick in this year's draft, attach it to Buddy Heald, And suddenly the contract isn't as bad. And maybe, just maybe, that first round pick is the difference in return of dead salary or one or two contributing players. Or there's the Marvin Bagley example. Finding a team that wants to take on the project of Marvin Bagley, even though he is owed $11 million and then will become a restricted free agent or is approaching restricted free agency. The overall value on Marvin Bagley is low because of his injury history and still a lot of people just don't know what Marvin is. Attach a draft pick to him and suddenly you might be able to convince a team to give up a consistent young or veteran piece and take on that project. Especially if it means they can use the draft pick this year to take on another young project in the draft. I believe the Kings absolutely could get a contributor that would be good for this team going forward. At number 9 in this year's draft. Certainly if they moved up into the top 4. But also developmental timelines are important. And this is another main part of my argument for trading the pick. It also happens to be one of my major arguments for trading Marvin Bagley. If the team is going to be successful, of course young players are going to have to continue to develop. But you want a young team, or at least a team in the Kings case with a young core, to be able to develop at the same rate so that they hit their prime around the same time. Tyrese Halliburton is a number of years younger than Fox, certainly less NBA experience than De'Aaron Fox, but has shown with his high basketball IQ to be able to develop at a high rate, to even be ahead of the game, I expect... Tyrese Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox to be able to hit their prime and be very good at around the same time. Marvin Bagley, not so much. Marvin's development is way behind, unfortunately, because of his injury issues. We don't know what he is. So maybe the Kings want to continue to try and figure out what that is and make it work here in Sacramento. But if he's on a timeline alternative to your stars, the other pieces of the core, You're not going to have a group that clicks together and succeeds for multiple years at a time. I'm talking about that golden window that made the Golden State Warriors so successful with Steph and Clay and Draymond Green before Kevin Durant came into the picture. Same philosophy with this draft pick. You use the number nine pick to bring in a high upside prospect. Okay, maybe he comes in off the bench, but he's also probably 19 or 20 years old trying to figure out his way in the NBA, joining a team with playoff expectations right away. Plenty of teams have made that work, although I don't know if I'd use that as an argument to support the Kings making that decision because the Kings and making young players fit on their roster has been a significant issue in the past. But wouldn't it be significantly better for the Kings to go out and use that pick to instead bring in a player who is at the level of experience or able to contribute on the same timeline as soon-to-be-prime De'Aaron Fox and ahead-of-schedule Tyrese Halliburton. Developmental timelines are important. Instead of adding another project to a roster that is in win-now mode, why not instead use the pick, if you can, to bring in winning talent today? just makes more sense. It's a better fit. So as of right now, without knowing what the draft pick is, whether it's number nine, number 10, number 11, or maybe even top four, I would say it would be in the best interest of the Kings and Monty McNair to try and trade the pick. Now, of course, if the deal isn't there, you draft the best player available, regardless of position. But if the Kings do move into the top four, they have a 20% chance of doing it. Then the question of keeping the pick versus trading the pick becomes a lot more difficult. In that case, then, I would only move on from the pick if the Kings could get a bona fide star or fringe all star. But that's top four, not top nine. Today's episode of Locked On Kings is brought to you by Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. With baseball season in full swing and the NBA playoffs going on, you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including the MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch or tip off, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the 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 sidelines anymore this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs through the playoffs to the nba finals and beyond plus a lot of fun prop bets things like that more ways to just bet on the game than the final score head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code locked on bet online your online sportsbook experts If the Sacramento Kings use their draft pick and package it with a Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, or Marvin Bagley to open up some cap space it may be because they're looking to free up the money that Rashawn Holmes wants to keep him in a Sacramento Kings uniform. According to James Hamm, friend of the Locked On Kings podcast, of course, Sacramento Kings insider for NBC Sports, he reported recently that Rashawn Holmes's camp is looking for a contract around four years, $80 million. Now, I'm not the best guy at math, but I can easily break that down as around $20 million per year. I don't know if Rashawn Holmes is going to get that, but hey, I appreciate him and his camp being optimistic. Rashawn has been a journeyman in the NBA, a journeyman through college to get to the spot that he's at. He's enjoyed back-to-back career years. Chase that bag, my man. Get paid. You certainly deserve it. But $20 million a year, I think that's a lot of wishful thinking. If he does have that value, to me, there's little chance that Rashawn stays here in Sacramento. 15 million a year, suddenly I'm listening a little bit more, even though that's more than I would feel comfortable spending for Rashawn, especially when you're trying to improve this roster. Now, I've said multiple times, and I said towards the end of the season, that I believe re-signing Rashawn Holmes is a top priority for this Kings team. I think he's a perfect fit for what the Kings are trying to do. I think he's great, and I do understand the argument that if Rashawn Holmes is your starting center, you're a bad basketball team, but at the same time, if Rashawn Holmes went to a good basketball team, let's say for example, the Dallas Mavericks who are in the playoffs, or an Eastern Conference playoff team, it wouldn't shock me at all if Rashawn Holmes wins that starting job the same way he won it here in Sacramento, by being ready, playing hard, playing hungry, and showing that he is a lot better than his paycheck said he was now he's looking for the paycheck that proves he is an NBA starter I don't think anybody is going to be willing to give him that but regardless if the Kings are going to re-sign Rashawn Holmes bring him back for next season they're going to have to reach into the pocketbook a little bit I have no idea what his value is going to be I have no idea what big man value is going to be this offseason it seems to fluctuate the free agency market for big men every single year Will there be a lot of money out there for bigs? Will there be a lot of options out there for Rashawn Holmes? Or will he maybe be forced to accept a smaller amount from the Sacramento Kings because he's not as valuable in the eyes of other teams as he thought he was? Or at the same time, could a team come swooping in and offer him a big fat deal to pry him away from Sacramento knowing that the Kings probably can't match? We're going to have to wait and see with that. But I will say... $80 $80 million over four years, $20 million a year. I don't think Rashawn is getting that. I appreciate him asking for it. I appreciate him searching for it. If he does get it, it's not going to be in Sacramento, and I'll applaud him for it and re- wish him the best of luck wherever he goes. But if I'm the Kings, I'm not giving him that deal. But if that drops down to anywhere between 11 to $15 million per year, if I can free up the cap space by trading a Buddy Heald or Marvin Bagley away, I would try and get a deal done. I hope Rashawn Holmes remains the king next year, and I hope he and the Kings are able to work out a reasonable deal. I wouldn't overreact too much to the report that that is what Rashawn is searching for. Again, I don't think he's going to get it, but I will say if you feel like four years, $80 million is too much for Rashawn Holmes, you should trust your gut. Going back to the NBA draft lottery, the Locked On Podcast Network and the Locked On NBA Network is going to be doing weekly Locked On Podcasts draft lottery simulations, and mini-mock drafts. While the actual good teams are in the playoffs, the rest of us in the basement will look forward to the draft as we always do. So every single week, there will be a simulation done by one of our executives of the Locked On NBA Network. They will send the results to us. We will then partake in a different mock draft every single week, depending upon the values of players going up and down, maybe one draft the Kings are in the top four, maybe they drop down out of the top 10. I don't know if there will be hypothetical trades involved or not in these scenarios, but they will be fun to follow as the draft lottery and the draft itself approaches. So keep an eye out for that. I will include a lot of those on the Locked on Kings podcast. And because it is draft lottery time, and we've done a number of these before, now that we know what odds the Kings will have in the draft lottery this year, let's do a simulation. See if they get lucky. They didn't. They stayed at nine. The Detroit Pistons get the number one overall pick. The Oklahoma City Thunder, number two. Houston drops all the way to number three. And Minnesota gets number four, but that pick goes to the Golden State Warriors. Sacramento remains at number nine. If you're looking at a mock draft, around number nine is Gonzaga small forward Corey Kispert. Six foot seven, 220 pounds, senior, averaged 21 points, Just under six rebounds, a couple of assists, and a steal per game. This offseason is going to be crazy. Mock drafts, the draft itself, the draft lottery, free agency, trade market, drama, drama, drama. I cannot wait for it. The Locked on Kings podcast is going to be your hub for all of that. So make sure you keep it here all summer long. If you have any questions, comments about what we talked about today, your thoughts on Rashawn Holmes asking for $80 million, your thoughts on... Trading the draft pick versus keeping the draft pick. I want to hear it. If you disagree with my argument completely, tell me why. I'm at Matt George Radio on Twitter. Email me mgeorge at Also, feel free to send in your questions or comments that you might have about what the Kings should do or might do or will do over the course of this offseason. I still do want to do report cards for players and staff of the Sacramento Kings for the 2020-2021 season. So keep an eye out for that. Also, more great guests coming. We are so close to 1,000 episodes of the Locked on Kings podcast. What an incredible milestone. I will have Jason Ross, the original host of the Locked on Kings podcast, join me for the 1,000th episode, or at least I plan to, and it'll be fun to celebrate that with you all. Enjoy the NBA playoffs as they continue, and I'll chat with you next time. Until then, my name is Matt George. You have been listening to Locked on Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.